moments worshiping him with you. Pray for us as we pray for you. Prepare your hearts in just a moment for the word. God has given me something. God has shown me something. It has blessed my heart, and I'm believing it's going to bless yours. Oh, God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord, so much for your love and mercy and grace. That you know us, oh, Lord. Yes, you know us by name. You know where we're at and what we're dealing with. Oh, hallelujah. Glory to the Lord. Our ensemble can be seated, my daughter and grandchildren. Appreciate them. Appreciate my son-in-law, Brother John Brown, who's really trying to get all of this conducted so that you may be blessed. Sometimes, you know, it's, it can be difficult, but he's working hard for you, and so is my family and I. I appreciate my wife today. She looks so nice. Amen. There's wonderful presence of the Lord here today in the temple. Let me make some announcements if I could. We're going to have another live stream Monday night at 7. We're going to have, I believe, a a nice lesson for you on Monday evening. And then Wednesday night Bible study, live stream, 7 o'clock, and then, and then, if nothing changes, if everything stays the same in Hill County and with our city, we are going to have church next Sunday here at the temple on Ranch here, our new building, our home, at 11 o'clock worship. We won't have Sunday school quite yet. We'll have an evening service at 6. Don't don't miss the first gathering together in the temple. This coming Sunday, if nothing changes, and I believe nothing will, we're going to meet here at 11. The morning service, we're going to continue to be careful. We're going to meet Sunday evening at 6. We're going to have another work day to get ready for all of that this Saturday at 9.30. I don't know if we're going to move anything else, but we are going to come. And be sure that the temple is cleaned and prepared. That we have all of the things we need in the bathrooms and the welcome center, things of that nature. We want to be sure that we are prepared. So that's Saturday at 9.30. God is so awesome. I've received nothing but encouragement from you, and I appreciate that. Hopefully these live streams are touching you and helping you as well. You're ever on our minds. We appreciate those that have been able to give, whether personally or electronically. So keep that in mind, please. You can call me, you can drop by and see me, or you can even drop by Sister Stephanie Hall's work there in Norwegian. We love you. We appreciate you. We cannot wait. We cannot wait, if God cares, for this coming Sunday. When we come together, we begin to anoint the instruments that you see. On the platform, we're going to anoint every one of them for God's service. We're going to anoint the altar. We're going to anoint all of the area where people are going to worship and pray. We're really going to dedicate this place this coming Sunday to the Lord Jesus. I'm going to be reading over in the book of Romans, chapter number 6. We'll give you a moment to get there. Romans 6, verse number 23. Again, I'm going to get you 
little time so that you can get your Bibles. Go to Romans 6.23. What a beautiful, beautiful thought. The Lord has really enriched you there. I'm going to do my best because I can see you here. I can see you sitting here, eager for the word of the Lord. I really can. I hope you can see yourself here. Romans 6.23 says this. For the wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. For those that are here can be seated. Amen. I'm going to try to bring this thought to you today. Bear with me. It may seem a little puzzling at first, but stay with me. The thought the Lord gave me and really helped me with all of this that we're dealing with, and even in our past battles and adversity. This is the thought that he gave me. The gift of adversity. That's right. You heard me. The gift of adversity. Now let me try to give you a definition of the word gift in our text in the Greek. It means deliverance. There's deliverance and adversity. Yes, there is. Oh, hallelujah. There's spiritual endowment. What does the word endowment mean? It means a donation. It means basically power and authority. In other words, this gift was an endowment. It was a donation. It was something the Lord, through His grace, gave us. He gave us forgiveness. He gave us power and He gave us authority. He allowed us to take on His name. I want you to understand that this gift is not an ordinary gift. It is not something that you and I may exchange, but it is valuable. It is priceless. It is a gift out of the love of God for you and I. It also means religious qualification. So God cannot qualify me to go deeper in Him and to be used of Him without the gift of adversity. I've got to have adversity. I cannot live in this life without it. I know we'd like to, but without it, we cannot receive His gifts. It's taken from a word meaning rescue. If I could, if you would allow me, for the wages, my life and my actions, of sin, because I'm a sinner, brings death. But this gift, this deliverance, this spiritual endowment that's given truly of God is eternal life. It is taken from a word meaning rescue. In other words, our God, through adversity, rescues us. Every time Israel went back into bondage or captivity because of some type of sin or disobedience. God didn't forsake them. He's not forsaking us now. But yet, He was preparing a gift. And every single time, He rescued them, endowed them with some benefit spiritually because He cared for them. Because they were His people. They were His chosen people. Just like you and I. All of this that we're doing right now, that we're enduring, that we're Badly with all of this virus and the things that it has brought this country. Do you know this? 
that we read just recently that Canada is going cashless. They are working on a system to where there will no longer be any cash available. Sweet pea, we're there. We're there at the day of the Lord. We're there at the soon coming of the Lord. And we know that these adversities are going to bring us a gift. And, and I'm going to show you biblically how this takes place. We're going to go to a portion in Scripture, in Matthew and Luke. And we're going to be looking at Joseph and Mary. Now, I want us to look at their life for a moment. Here, Joseph and Mary were in love. They were engaged. They were planning their wedding. Everything was going well. Have you ever been planning and everything you had together and everything was working out and all of a sudden something happened suddenly to kind of mess up your plans, you thought? It's kind of like this virus. It basically came out of nowhere. We heard about it. We read about it. And the next thing we know, it was in our country. And the way of our life, the way we got used to, now has been taken from us to try to protect us. And here, Mary, a virgin, a young lady living in the city of Nazareth, her spouse, husband, Joseph, a carpenter, living in the same city. We know that Joseph was of the tribe of David, of Judah. And all of a sudden, without warning, God sends an angel, Gabriel, and he visits Mary. And he begins to say, Mary, you are highly favored. And you're going to have a son. She wasn't married. Can you imagine the thoughts that went through her mind? And the angel said, fear not. For what will be conceived of thee is of the Holy Ghost. It will be the Son of the Most High. And you will call his name Emmanuel, he interpreted God with us. Oh, what a gift that she was going to bring into this world through adversity, through childhood, through shame, through people looking down at her, for her own spouse engaged to be husband Joseph, who I'm sure got a little upset when he heard the news. He was a just man, the Bible said, and was going to put him away, put her away privately. But as he thought on those things, all of a sudden God sent an angel. I'm sure it was Gabriel. In a dream. And there was Joseph, thinking of all of these plans, all of what the people may say, all of the reproach that Mary and him would have, all of the adversity. Can you imagine? Come on with me. Can you imagine what they were going through? They were going to be, if I could, they were going to be outcasts. They were going to shelter in place, if I could use the term today. He was going to put her away privately so nobody would know what they were dealing with. And the angel told Joseph, fear not, Joseph, to take Mary unto thee, thy wife, for what is conceived in her is of the Holy Ghost. So Joseph had peace. He didn't know what was going to happen. He didn't understand everything. But God has spoken to him. Just like God is speaking to us, we can have peace in this adversity. We can have peace in the things that we're dealing with. We can have peace 
in the uncertainty of the world. The world has always been uncertain. You can't count on the world. There's nothing, nothing dependable in the world. But death. That wasn't bad enough. If God hadn't helped him with that immediate crisis, the next thing you know, Caesar Augustus, out of nowhere, said to all of the Jewish people, you're going to be taxed. You're going to be taxed, but you're not going to be taxed for your living. You've got to go to the city of your forefathers. You've got to go to the city of your tribe. And here she was, great with child. And now she had to travel in front of everyone, and they were married. Excuse me, they were married at the time. And they traveled all that way from Nazareth to Bethlehem. It must have been several days. It must have been hard. And she was great with child. Everybody looking at them, wondering the adversity, going all the way from Nazareth, all the way to Bethlehem, which is even further than Jerusalem. And there they were, hear me, hear me, in adversity. And they went there to pay taxes, and they couldn't even find a hotel. There was no doctor there available. There was no fast food available. There was no place you could go and eat, kind of like now, isn't there? Groceries were hard to find, just kind of like now, isn't there? Can you imagine they went all that way? She great with child, all because of the government. Hear me, all because the government made a decree, you're going to pay your taxes, and you're going to go into the city of your tribe. There they went to pay taxes. While they were there, she began to experience labor. Oh, they looked for some place to stay, but there was no room. Because everybody was traveling. Everybody was traveling. <laughs> Think about the stores. How they're just filled with people, especially the grocery stores. How people are just everywhere in there, flocked outside, trying to get this and trying to get that. That must have been the scene, Bethlehem, full of people that normally weren't there. And all of the people were taking all the spots, and they didn't have one. But yet God said everything was going to be all right. God said the child was in her, was in the Holy Ghost. God said that he was going to be the Savior of the world. You would think that God would take care of them. But yet, here they were forsaken. Not one time they complained. Not one time they said, where are you, Lord? Not one time.
that he would have to go by foot all the way to Yakima? No, thank you. No, thank you. Oh, can you imagine? It couldn't have been in the winter, but to go around the quarry. Can, can you imagine walking? Yeah, you said, oh, Pastor, that, that's too far fetched. Oh, is it? Is it too far fetched? Hey, we never thought we'd be where we're at right now. Anything can happen. Mary and Joseph didn't realize what was going on. They didn't know, but God said, I've got a gift. It's not just for you, it's for the world. But I've got to have somebody go through adversity. Hear me? Somebody's got to go through adversity to be the blessings of God. Don't say, why me? Say, thank God it's me. I'm not saying pray for adversity, because they will find us. You don't have to pray for it. Mary and Joseph didn't pray for it. It found them. It found them by the very hand of God. What about Moses? What about the deliverance that God gave Israel in Egypt? Moses had to go through some adverse situations. Moses had to really suffer in that adverse situation to become the deliverer. He got a great gift. What about Joseph? The favorite son of Jacob. He had to go through adverse situations. He betrayed by his brothers. He put in a pit being sold. Being betrayed. Not just one time. But many times. And then he realized when his brothers came before him, you meant it for harm. But God took it to save much people. That's what I believe in all of this. All of you that have went through it and still going through it. I believe in God meant it to save much people. I know this temple is going to be full. I know people are coming. They're going to come off the street. They're going to come. Even those that have slid back for whatever reason, they're going to come. They are welcome to come. They are welcome to come and sit in here and worship the Lord and receive what God has. Yes, I'm speaking to you. You may be thinking, oh, no, no. Yes, you're welcome. You're welcome to come in. You don't need an invitation, but I'll give you one. I'm inviting you to come. Sunday. We're all meeting here. 11 o'clock worship. Come early to pray. The gift of adversity has blessed my heart. All the things my wife and I have been through. As I begin to weigh it all out, I see, I see at the end of that a blessing. I see at the end of that a gift. I see at the end of that an endowment. I see things in our life that I would have never dreamed. She would have never dreamed to think that her and I would be allowed to be called into the ministry. Not just called, and that's privilege enough as it is. But then to go all over the world, go to Israel so many times, the Philippines and Africa and all those places to preach the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ, to get to know you and, and, and to help you come to know the Lord Jesus and be born again and strengthened in your faith. Come on, somebody, hear me. Begin to count your blessings. Every adverse situation that we face will bring a gift. You say, Pastor, even if I'm the one that brought it, even if I get one to sin, yet sin brings death. But the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ. So even in the adversity because of your sin, if you allow it to work to repentance, the gift is restoration. The gift is forgiveness. You just have a hard time sometimes receiving that. 
You have a hard time receiving. We have a hard time receiving things. 